0: As I'm racing across the dystopian landscape... In on a my, hoverboard? in my, No, in my <laughs> neon adorned subway, staring out the window thoughtfully about what life has become, what life might be, and what my mission tonight holds in front of me, this is what's playing in the fucking background. I don't know how you did that, but I... You've literally changed
1: the trajectory
0: <laughs> of my day by doing that right there. Right there, a Belarusian band out of Minsk known as Molchat Doma, who I have loved. So a lot of bands try to recreate the new wave. Of the late 70s and early 80s and most of them sound really hackneyed and really terrible and kind of, to be honest frankly very embarrassing but some of them are so good at it it's like you were there in 1981 and then you were trapped in a time vortex and you came back and did it again Molchat Doma out of Belarus I'm so excited they're going to be part of the lineup for the cruel world festival this particular weekend Sean I'm going to California we'll talk about that in a second Sorry, I just I got caught up in the moment. That yeah, song is I love so it. That good, was really man. cool. I can't tell you how excited I am to go to California this weekend. But let's start at the beginning, shall we? Let's take a deep breath, remember our manners. My name is Brian Oak. His name is Sean Bernard. This is episode three hundred and seventeen of the Brian Oak Show. Sean, how does this
2: Tuesday find you? You know, I love this time of the year because all the flowers are blooming and everything else, and life is good before it gets crazy hot and weird and all that stuff, so it's I, I like beautiful. it better,
0: but also like all of those blooming flowers. Are I know. also shooting radiation directly into my eyes, and into my nose, and yeah. into my throat. I'm like. <laughs> So I'm just going to say I'm a little phlegmier than usual. Sorry you had to hear that. With apologies to our current guest, <laughs> Haley. know Haley. Haley's already like, no, I knew what I was getting into. It's fine. <laughs> kind of. Anyway, we're going to talk to Haley in just a moment here because Haley occupies a very cool, interesting, creative space in the area that we call home, and she's involved in a ton of stuff with people—some larger than life, some regular, everyday people—but really cool places, and is offering some very, very creative opportunities in the very future for one and all before we talk to Haley though we should mention Smart Start MN we are in the Smart Start MN studios Smart Start MN Minnesota's original ignition interlock company you drink and drive a you fucked up stop doing that what a terrible idea that being said people continue to do it so you will need to get back into your car the best way to do it would you say Smart Start MN
2: I'd go to SmartStartMN.com slash The Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock.
0: It's a simple piece of technology. It's basically a breathalyzer in your car. and but they help It's like the, magic. The, well, not really. No, it's it's actually science. science. It's actually okay, okay, science. Okay. No, really. Like, if you don't blow booze, you get to drive, even though you might not be exactly on the right side of the law just yet. Anyway, they do good work. They're good people. They've been with us from day one, and we really appreciate them smartstartmn.com slash thebrianoakshow.
2: Correct. That'll get you 20% off. The installation of the Ignition Interlock.
0: I played that band, Molchot Doma. Like, I'm not one of those guys who's like, I'm only into cool, weird Euro stuff. I'm only into stuff no one else has ever heard of. This weekend, I'm going to the Cruel World Festival. I went last year, and it was fucking mind-bendingly good. It's all 80s and late 70s, but I I mean, I saw bands like Devo. I saw the Violent Femmes. I saw Echo in the... Uh, No, they
2: canceled, didn't they? Those... Bitches. I, I have seen Bauhaus. them in concert. I've seen that go in the bunny
0: Well They're supposedly yeah. coming back this year. I did see Bauhaus, the godfather nice. of God. Yes, and no. They've reached an age where they're starting to look actually sort of genuinely vampiric yeah um i mean but that's actually pretty fucking great who's going to be there this year abc adam ant animotion billy idol echo and the bunny men boy harsher gang of four gary newman gallows iggy pop love and rockets suzy of Susie and the banshees is headlining the human league the motels the vapors it's going to be awesome, and my daughter and I are leaving first thing on Friday morning. It's going to be a very quick in and out. We fly in Friday, we fly back home Sunday, but on Saturday, we are going to be at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, taking in the great darkness of the early 80s.
2: Are you going to like try to sneak the clove cigarettes on the plane, or are you going to wait till you get there to buy the clove?
0: Dude, you... If, it's hilarious, but if you if we walk out of this studio right <laughs> yeah. now, out to my car, yes, I have clove cigarettes
2: <laughs> in my. Yeah. You now
0: again, I smoke maybe one a year, yeah, but it was an important part of my life. I love the way
2: they smelled. My older stepbrother was a you know way too much paisley buttoned up to the top with the clove cigarettes. Don't
0: yeah. I? I feel very seamless. I used to wear brooches across my. Oh t-shirt, yeah, he had some brooches. all the way yeah. up to. The, anyway let's go ahead and hear a little music Bauhaus the absolute godfathers of goth. when Peter Murphy decided he was too big for his britches and was going to go solo the rest of the band's like fuck it let's go ahead and make more money than Bauhaus ever made and they did with Love and Rockets this was never a hit but by far my favorite song from one of my favorite albums of all time Love and Rockets on the Brian Oak Show. Forgot that was like side one of Fragile by Yes. I didn't realize it was quite that long. <laughs> I apologize. I'm Brian Oak and that's Sean Bernard, episode 317. We are not going to wait another moment until we say hello to Haley Matthews Jones. Hi, Haley.
3: Hi. How thanks are you? for having me. I'm great.
0: All right, very good. I want to talk about who you are and what you like to do. Mm-hmm. You're a designer, an entrepreneur, a community involver. That's all fascinating, but the first time anybody comes on this show they have to tell us a little bit about before we learn who and what and how they are now why it all happened where did they Ooh. come from and we're not going TMZ you don't have to reveal anything <laughs>
3: to some inner child yeah exactly <laughs> Okay. But you started see, when
2: I was two <laughs> right.
0: do you do, you, do you seem to have a bit of an accent are you like the opening band Molchat Doma from Belarus
3: yeah you're a trash that's me that's how me no just kidding you. where are you I, from uh, I'm from London so okay. I, I live there my my whole life until I was 25 yeah. and then uh, went traveling around the world and ended up here in Minneapolis.
0: Okay. So That's before, the abridged version. I like the abridged version, but there are a couple of points in there I wouldn't mind touching on briefly. Yes. When you say you traveled around the world, I know it's much, much more common for Europeans because of whether it's longer vacations mm-hmm. or just an overall mentality, much more common to see the world than Absolutely. it is for many Americans. Was there any place you went to that was... I don't want to sound negative, but was there any place you went to that was unexpectedly bad? Like,
3: most places Australia. you go to... Really? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't Look even that, have to think wow. it. It was Australia. Will, I mean... Will you tell me why? I mean, it's like England light, you yeah. know, with with more sunburn. I mean, <laughs> uh, you'll, I don't know. It's a, You can't
0: not, offend anyone here. You're in a safe space right now.
3: Okay, no. I mean, apart from when it goes... On the air. Well, I mean, other than the potential how it literally many thousands. It goes viral. Oh, <laughs> let's hope that one goes viral. Right.
0: Again, I want to remind people that was Haley Matthews Jones <laughs> yeah. who well, said shit. that Australia well, is an absolute <laughs> cesspool of Western culture. I
3: mean, I didn't use that exact word, but I would say it's not the most progressive of places. Out once you get outside of Sydney and Melbourne, so it's. Um, you
0: you spent time in Minnesota, right? Like you get outside that six ninety uh, four four ninety four yeah, loop. Yeah, it's
3: basically that. It's basically um, Minnesota times whatever geographic. Yeah, well, area and also, that is. I mean, let's
0: also remember. I mean, America certainly does not have a perfect record when it comes to cultural tolerance or oh, sure. acceptance of all people. But if I'm not mistaken, and someone can fact check me on this, and feel free to email me, text me, Instagram, whatever. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, until 1974, if you were black, you were not allowed to emigrate to Australia.
3: Sounds right. I, I don't know for sure, but sounds right. Um, mm. it, yeah, it's... I'll say this. I would say generally, and and as someone who grew up in London, we have a lot of um, Australians who come there to work, like visa um, reciprocity is a thing. Um, you know, Commonwealth, ooh, all of that stuff. So, um, so that, you know, it, like my exposure to Australian people was like pretty common. Yeah. Generally, Australian women are lovely. Australian men are kind of meatheads yeah. in my experience. It, yeah. Again, just to make a broad sweeping generalization of a whole <laughs> whole country of people. I grew, no up, in I grew up in a town it.
0: called Coon Rapids. I, I, have yeah. a, I have a strong feeling of what you mean. So you're doing all these worldly travels, um, yeah. but eventually you... Make your way stateside. What yeah. brings you to the, not only just the U.S. Minnesota is not a common spot to land. <laughs> no. why, why here?
3: Uh, my uh, ex-husband was uh, American, and so he did a lot of seasonal work uh, through his twenties and stuff. We met when we were both traveling, and Minnesota was a place that his brother lived. So he would used to always used to come here in between tour seasons. He worked at ski resorts, national parks, all of that stuff, and so he had a lot of connections here. And we had to figure out a place after we both spent all of our money traveling mm. and were both poor and homeless <laughs> to do the visa paperwork and, right. and that process. So it was uh, some couch surfing on his brother's couch while we filed the, the visa paperwork and I went back to London.
0: Were you ever a fugitive from the law at that If I did, time? if I
3: was, would I... Would I admit it now? I, would I don't know. I think
0: that the statute of limitations is probably uh, run maybe. out.
3: I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to plead the fifth on that.
0: Local designer, entrepreneur, and community leader. <laughs> she, she's involved in so much stuff. And we have so many <laughs> cool events to talk about. But I don't like to go too long on this show without hearing a song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I insist that every person who comes on this show picks three songs Mm -hmm. i don't care what i don't care who i don't care how to me it's like sitting down over dinner or whatever it's informative tell me about this first one why'd you go with otis
3: oh this is two minutes and 20 seconds of the perfect record vocals perfection zero uh, 10 out of 10 no notes like everything the music the uh, and funny story about this so the first time i heard this song i was six years old i was on my aunt Bissy's couch and we were watching dirty dancing do you remember it i fucking remember of course i remember like Seared in my brain, Pat, like the visuals of Patrick Swayze dancing to Otis Redding. My six-year-old little brain was like, "What the fuck am I watching right now? I like it. I don't know what it is, but I like it. Is it appropriate for a six-year-old to watch dirty dancing? probably not. But no. it was the '80s. But here we are. Yeah. So here, here we are. are. So that yeah, it's uh, it's perfect.
1: All right, go call, 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 'cause I'm a love man.
0: Okay, that's about as hot as it gets, right? I mean, it's Otis Surreal, For Absolutely. real. Absolutely. Um, so you picked that one right there, and that led us into, while well, that was playing, a pretty, I would say, relatively deep and insightful conversation <laughs> regarding the many fine acting roles of Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Do you have an all-time favorite?
3: Um, I would say Point Break is my favorite, as as, as you rightly called it, the, one of the cheesiest movies you've ever seen. But the combo of like Patrick Swayze and um, Keanu Reeves, great acting skills. And- In their own
0: ways. I love them both. Yeah. I, w- I wish I wish I, and I didn't call it crazy. I called it corny. Because it's so...
3: Oh, I said, it's cheesy, it, I said. Yeah. yeah,
0: okay, fine. But it's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, for sure, yeah. But that was the 80s, right? Like, most movies were ridiculous. I think it was
3: early early 90s, yeah. And that's another film that has a really great soundtrack. So when, when I was trying to think of these three songs, the other option I was trying to decide between was uh, If Six Was Nine by Jimi Hendrix, <gasps> which I also got introduced to by Patrick Swayze in Point Break. It's a fucking great song.
0: That song is in Point Break? yeah. Now, see, that's yeah. one of those deeper it's, songs.
3: It's when they're around the bonfire, so it's just playing in the background. And Doo-doo-doo. I was, and this was pre-Google, and 11-year-old me or whatever is like, this song is fucking legit. So I asked my dad. <laughs> he's like, that's a, If Six Was Nine by Jimi Hendrix.
0: All right, so obviously your parents knew music, but I mean, how did you get to be a cool kid? Like, at 11, I didn't give a shit what I was listening to. It was Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carn something yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, like, how do you, as an 11-year-old, go... That's that's the fucking oh, thing. Oh my, right my there. That's it.
3: dad was a big Guns N' Roses fan, um <sighs> Beastie Boys fan, <sighs> so like that was the music in our house. My mom was more on the pop side, she's big like Tina Turner, Rod Stewart, Kylie Minogue, you know. Yeah, yeah. But my dad was like always the the music guy and then uh, when my parents split up, my dad used to manage bars and so we would go and stay with him for the weekends or whatever, and then I was just on that jukebox, nonstop. And so, you know, my dad only had good stuff on the jukebox, yeah, and there yeah, was, yeah. I remember there was this guy in the pub who, uh, I think he, you know, he, well, he for sure had an alcohol problem because he basically <laughs> lived there, but he would play Whiskey in the Jar by Thin Lizzy on oh repeat. Oh,
2: my God. By
3: whom? Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. <laughs> what? Right. Oh, Thin Lizzy. Ten. Sorry. Lizzy.
0: I was once berated very loudly yes. and for a long time by an extremely drunken man in Ireland. um that That's I was a right passage, around. I feel. Well, like. I, yes. I, I, was, I said "thin Lizzie" and he was like 10 Lizzie." Oh, sorry. And it went on for. But well, it's not your fault, no. But it went not. on for a long time. Anyway, as you were saying, "Whiskey in the Jar." Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, oh the flange so, the, on that oh, song. Oh,
3: god, it's so good. That that intro. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. shivers every time, even still. That and um her, my dad used to have bands come and play at the pub, so it was a lot of like Rolling Stones covers.
2: How great is that? Yeah,
3: it was it was great. So that I would say that's where it started and then my sister was big into Nirvana, um, also Guns N' Roses. And so I, you know, my sister's two years older than me, so of course she could do no wrong. It of was course. like whatever Laura listens to, that's She's what the I queen. wanna listen. Exactly. She's the queen. She hated me, but I was like, oh, Nirvana, well, you, I'll hop on that bandwagon. I think
0: she hated you, but we all know it changes in the uh, long run. No, oh, yeah, we're,
3: oh, good. Okay. we're, good, oh, now. we're ah, good now. Ah, no, we're good oh, now. Is that in oh. a child? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry.
0: This is not Dr. Phil. We are good. Right? We this are good. This is not Dr. Phil. Haley, uh, before we talk about what you've got coming up, because you actually have a lot in the next very short period of time, yeah. if, we don't, if you don't mind mm-hmm. talking about it. Uh, but first, I do want to make sure and recognize my friend Sean Bernard. Because he has a, a new banner overhead. You've got a we new... Do. Yeah, you do. Where, where are you working now?
2: Remax results. And so... And how uh, are those results coming along? Oh, man.
0: Are we working the on results? Them? Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Wow yeah it's like a <laughs> testosterone commercial you know it you know it. <laughs> but how are things i mean it's got to be kooky it's out starting there right to get now,
2: right? really busy because you know we had that crazy late winter and then it started to warm up and people started to kind of think about moving and now it's kind of going a little bit crazy but i have plenty of time to help people uh if you're looking <laughs> if you're looking to buy or sell <laughs> i don't want to act like i'm too busy oh. uh, <laughs> my wife of course when it's slow she's like so what'd you uh what'd you do today what? Uh, a
0: lot of important stuff. stuff. Some,
2: still some dishes in the sink. You
0: oh, emails. These. Oh, you yeah. Could, I, I couldn't it. even. It was like Sisyphus pushing the rock I said, up the you mountain. You know, I was uh, and then down the other side. A lot of side. training,
2: doing a lot of training. Yeah. A lot of attitude. Oh, you Research. wouldn't believe L- these Zoom meetings. Yeah. Lincoln, I always say to her, Lincoln once said, "If I had to do it all over again, <laughs> when I was building that cabin, I would have spent more time sharpening the saw." <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It just means that you train more. You, oh, you, yeah, you yeah, sharpen yeah, the saw. Yeah. You know, you, you, you have better sort instruments. Sort of a measure twice, mm-hmm. cut once kind of thing.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah very All very right.
2: much. Kind of in a way. In a way. If
0: someone wants to move, buy, sell, do whatever, help a local artist, how do they get a hold of you?
2: They can call me 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. And I just got to help this great couple from Georgia. They moved up from an island in Georgia, and they found a really cool cabin-y place uh, right on the border of Lake Edina, St. Louis Park, Hopkins, uh, and they're moving in in a couple of weeks. So,
0: Like for yeah. good, like good year-round?
2: It sounds like it. They okay. love it here. It's They came up Who last doesn't? summer for a couple of months, and they're like, they just love the people. They love the, the vibe of the Twin Cities, you know, not all the way from England, but... You know they dig it. Very cool. That yeah. I mean, it's kind of a long ways away, though. Really, it is a long moving ways Moving off an island in Georgia hmm. to Minnesota.
0: Very interesting. I look forward to updates. In fact, I think yeah. we should install secret cameras in their home because I would like to watch the devolution of their process. <laughs>
3: too far, M- too far.
0: My name. Yeah, my I was going to say rep- that seems
3: like maybe a couple <laughs> no, of violations no, 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 with the right, no, real right.
0: estate code. I mean, <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. Yeah. I'm just having a little fun. We're having a little imagination. Hmm. It's fine. Hmm. Our guest is Haley Matthews-Jones. <laughs> Haley, if someone were to ask you, and it was super quick to twitch, what are you? What do you do? Ooh, uh, Not what are you. That's, those <laughs> that's are actually. Cool. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. What those, are those, you? Those, yeah, those are yeah. two different questions because I'm routinely identified as only by what I do for a living, Yeah, and I hate it. So let me take that other part back because I think we've talked a little bit about who you are. What is it that you do?
3: You know, I was trying to think about this. A lot of the theme that runs through my work is about culture shaping and so you know i have multiple hats that i wear but i would say that that's the theme of just like changing how the city looks and how it will be in the future and that's super exciting to me that there's uh this is a place where you can actually do that
0: there's a tremendous amount of creative talent here there's enough money here there's enough interest in Mm -hmm. that particular community here when you talk about change what the city looks like for the future what do you think it looks like in the future
3: Oh, it's. I mean, I know
0: that's a huge question, but I mean, if we're going to start moving it even incrementally, what would you like to see that you don't see now?
3: Um, I I think we're well on our way. I think uh, I think Minneapolis has the potential to be a world class city. I don't think we're there yet, but I think there's the willpower there. Um, I would say that there's, you know, increasing arts, culture, music, fashion, all of those things. I think we're in this region in the Midwest. I would say. We're catching up to Chicago, hopefully, on, you know, being the cool Midwestern city. I think Chicago has us, has us beat and has done for a while. But I think people are starting to recognize from the coasts that it's not just flyover country anymore. And so I think the more we can do to support art, to support music, um, to support independently owned businesses, that is huge. And I think a lot of the support for that is actually there's been a shift in the past probably five years, but particularly since 2020, um, big corporations turning to support that more. And so, you know, the targets, the best buys, the 3Ms, all of, you know, all of those bigger groups that have that capacity and their understanding of the uh, validity of culture, I think is huge. And, and that's really what's it's going to take to get us there.
0: Having those partnerships, like, you know, people like you might get 10,000 people at an event, but without that sort of corporate sponsorship, these things don't get off the ground. I mean, Sean Mm -hmm. and I have worked in that world for a very long time. And there used to be a tremendous amount of that filthy lucre available, but that went away for a long time. And if it's going into the right directions, I think that's great. I like the way you paint the town that I call home. As one of the powerhouses of the future, right? I mean, Chicago will always be a bigger city. Mm-hmm. It will always have a longer legacy. But I would love to have that diminished understanding of the coast that this is flyover country. Mm-hmm. Our mutual friend Naima has awakened me to a great many events and a great many people, yourself included, yep. that I didn't know about and I wasn't paying attention to because it's not really, I'm not really the prime demo. But it's good to know it's alive and well.
3: Oh, yeah. It's thriving. And I think, um, you know, there's so many great events, even just looking around town this weekend. You know, there's Arts Well this weekend is the biggest open studio tour in the country. Yeah. That's huge. Like, and if you've never been, if you're a person who's lived in the Twin Cities for a while now and you've never been, you have no excuse. Like, that's, this is a great, uh, a great thing that's expanded, especially with the bre- uh, brewery boom and the distillery mm-hmm. boom in Northeast. It's so much more than just an art festival now. There's, you know, music and block parties and food trucks and they are estimating a hundred thousand people in Northeast this weekend.
0: If you don't go early, you will park two miles away. That's oh, all yeah. I can or say. Or just because- bike
3: in, yeah. Oh. There's I bike see. racks all over, there's free transit passes. So you can download a free transit pass on the Nemo website and that works anywhere in the cities. So you don't have to get it. You know, you can you can bus in from Saint Paul if you want there's to. There's no excuses this there's year. There's no Brian. excuses, Brian. What? I just said. <laughs> Except
2: uh, for the fact that you'll be in Pasadena. Oh, yeah. I'll be well, in then. California okay, this fair, weekend.
3: Fair. Other than that, though, yeah. other than
0: that, I would absolutely be there. Well, that's not the only thing going on this weekend. I would like to talk about cultural collision mm-hmm. with Houston White. I want to learn more about Houston. I want to learn more about this particular event. We'll do that right after this, though, because I like to hear music, if you yes. don't mind. Why did you go with Bad, Bad, Not Good?
3: Um. So this is a song that, similar to the first song that you played, I'd never heard that song before, And I swore that was an 80s song when you put it on. Exactly. And I feel like that with this song, this could have been produced in 1965, 1980, 2005. Who knows? Like impossible to say. It's one of those um, when I'm in my feels songs. You know, it's it's a song that when it comes on shuffle, I'm never going to skip it. It's just, uh, yeah, I love those really timeless. uh, I'll be listening to this song in 20 years and it will still sound as fresh as it does today.
1: to Okay,
0: I'm in.
3: It's legit, right? Yeah, well, of course it's yeah. legit. Yeah, it's fucking I legit. I mean, bad, bad, not good. Is-
0: oh, see, you get, so certain, good. you get a certain sparkle in your eyes when you swear, and I kind of like that oh, about yeah. You. <laughs> Haley Matthew Jones is joining us here on The Brian Oak Show, episode 317. Before we continue with her and talk about... Uh, really, I mean, you have a huge weekend out in front of you, mm, don't you?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, this is a, it's a busy
0: one. It's a busy the, one. The look in your eyes, you they, they went wide. And you're They're like, like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do it
2: all?
3: I do, that's right. It's fuck Tuesday. I'm not trying to think about the weekend right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a moment. Before we do, we have to mention mom. My- <laughs> moxie wealth management they joe and his entire team take a comprehensive approach to what it means to manage your wealth now maybe you're someone like me who's like i don't have any wealth but it turns out i have enough interest and in things worth considering for the future that i can benefit from working with moxie wealth management it's easy to think you're like i'm not you know i who's a rich person
2: Oh, God. Bill Gates. Okay, uh, I'm not Bill Gates. Elon Musk. Uh, well, okay, well, those are like the richest <laughs> I know, <people>. I know. Anyway, my
0: point is, I don't think you have to be of that ilk to benefit from having your assets had a look at, if you know what I mean. Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was like the most creative, like, oh. <laughs> creative use of the English language I've heard. It's been a long day for Brian. The sentence
0: fell apart yeah. at the end. I'm sorry. It the happens sentence at fell times. Apart.
2: So... I think there's a lot of us that that we're getting to a certain age. Uh some people might have turned fifty five over the weekend and Fuck you. you know, Happy and birthday. and it, you're really on that la- you're in the back forty at this point. So you oh, know, it's- <laughs> I don't I think we might be in the back fifteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean It's a long, um, long way from there to here, as oof. they as they once said. Um but it's good to have a plan, at least know where you're at. Set an appointment with Moxie Wealth Management. Um I gotta say this about uh somebody that we are probably going to move away from my my wife anyway. They, I asked my wife. I'm like, when's the last time you heard from her, her, her from her, her, her company? And it had been years. I'm like, well, maybe it's time for us to look for somebody new because they should be at least checking in. I, I realize we're probably not their number one client, right. but it is important for people to check in and let you kind of know where you're at, where you're at, and what's going on. MoxieWealthManagement.com to set an appointment.
0: So, this weekend, I, I, and again. I can only imagine this is one of. I'm going to ask you a question, Haley, mm-hmm. and I want you to be honest with me, okay. all right? My summers are Jeez, my summers are technically fucked. Okay, yeah. <laughs> are, are yours also technically fucked? Um, are my, you busy
3: every weekend? My summers are somewhat fucked. My holiday season is absolutely fucked. Oh, like round, like oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I make 75 percent of my revenue in November and December. So, oh my, it's fucked. <laughs> relaxing holiday season absolutely not you just no. collapse then oh right yeah after like, that? yeah so summer's kind of a walk in the park summer feels easier than, for sure. then
0: and why are the holidays so dynamic and insanely stressful for you
3: um mainly because of the craft market so minneapolis craft market is my first business and uh-huh. um so we do a ton of holiday Market. So,
0: Wait, If someone wanted to learn about craft Market, where mm-hmm. would they go?
3: MPLScraftmarket.com. Wait,
0: did you say MPLScraftmarket.com? That is exactly
3: what I said. Did you?
2: I did. Interesting. Well, we're like a bad radio commercial right now. No,
0: in <laughs> fact, we're actually like a really charming radio commercial <laughs> yeah. right now. Thank you very much. So, Haley, I mean, like, so it's not just you sitting at home making baskets with cranberries in them. You have people,
3: <laughs> right? I <laughs> have, pe- have people, yeah. Yeah, I have you have yeah, see yeah. her at home. Yeah, that's me. There's the another The basket
2: <laughs> i <can. laughs>
3: busy yeah, yeah, right.
0: speak, speak for yourself I can totally see it right? I, I totally love how whenever it.
3: anyone mocks my accent I'm going to call it what it is they go up like three octaves. No, it's I like, was. Oh.
2: That was really about. It was more about your aunt you Biscie.
3: I know it's fine. No, I mean she's it now feels got kinda, her hand, She's kind of got I, her. Yeah, I literally her have fist my, on my
2: She's <laughs> got her fist clenched. She's like,
0: "Fuck you." I'm, this is my teapot stuff. Yeah, totally, <laughs> Sean. Don't ruin the rest of the podcast. Yeah, it's <laughs> <just> gonna, <laughs> up, right? gonna boil over. I <laughs> Fucked up, Sean. <sighs> Rude. Anyway, so this holiday season, you will be un- unreachable. You'll be unattainable. You are literally going to be like Santa governing the workshop with an iron fist. Like, let's get this fucking product
3: out. You're making me sound like a real dick. No, like, not really. <laughs> you're literally slamming your fist but against if you But, but if, you're,
0: if you're going to be successful, there has to be a certain standard, doesn't
1: there?
3: I'll say this. So... It used to be that way for sure. I was like a wreck at the end of holiday season every year for the first handful of years. I started that business in 2015. And so the first like five or six years were just like that because I was at everything. I was at events every single weekend. And there are times in November and December we'll have 15 events in a weekend. So it is crazy time. Um,
0: Are we talking about MPLScraftmarket.com? Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure.
3: At MPLScraftMKT on the Insta. Um, yeah. And, uh, so a couple of years ago I made the decision that like, you cannot legit be at everything you, yeah. you just physically no. can't and it's not scalable. It's not practical yeah. and you're a husk of a human being and I'm trying to parent and be a partner and you know, like you're doing nothing well. Right. So made some adjustments, especially last year where, um, um, I decided I'm not going to be at the events anymore. Like, my team can handle it. And they did. They crushed it. They were great. And I was like, oh, see, if you relinquish just that little bit of control, you can actually scale more. I felt more rested. We had a great experience. You look like you're going to say something. No, myself. finish your sentence oh, sorry. No, that first. Was I was, I was not going
2: to interject done. right there. I was just I- going to say, Brian, I think we just fucking figured something out. What did we figure out? We need a team. I thought you and I were a team. No, but we need a team of people because <laughs> oh, clearly you know, you know Fancy Pants over here from London has a fucking team.
0: Haley, team. Haley sat back. I'm going to send the team know, what? She's, like, she's like, you know what? It was way easier when I just sat back and counted these baskets full of cash. Yeah, I like go to yeah. sleep
3: Scrooge McDuck <laughs> style oh, on nice. a bed of money. That's oh, me. No, just kidding. Swimming mm. through jewels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that's a long ways off. The holidays are actually (laughs) quite a ways off. And I know that you're amping up for it. But you do have, um, relatively, at least this next weekend ahead, you got a lot going on.
3: Yeah, there's a lot happening. So um, Ottawa, which I mentioned before, is Mm -hmm. happening. So we are... In two venues for Art2Well, so our craft market and also our vintage market, which is mplsvintagemarket.com, mm. um, is at Bauhaus on Friday. And the craft market is there on Saturday for their Liquid Zoo Festival. Mm-hmm. So that is just a bonkers music festival outdoors. And then we're also over at Quincy Hall, which is a giant event venue um, right off of Quin- Quincy Street. Mm-hmm. So right in the middle of all the fun. Earl Giles is right next door, and they're hosting a big block party in the parking lot. There's going to be food vendors, um, music, DJs, all kinds of stuff. So lots of fun happening in Northeast. And then um, my third business, <laughs> we, can, we can segue no, to no, that no. in a We're second. Not, we, we,
0: let, let's go to that in a second, but I do want to ask you one question. Yeah. For years now, I mean, Art of World has, much like many things that start out very sort of I don't know, a working class or basic or sort of grassroots, right? It becomes sort of co-opted and many bars in the surrounding area become part of it. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are a lot of artists who maintain studios in that area yeah. still. There was for some time, and I haven't paid attention. I don't go on the internet mm-hmm. much anymore. I'm really sort of mm-hmm. keep to myself. Um, I, it's true. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I mean, it it's, is trash. It's so true. <laughs> but... A lot of people that were in the art community were very resentful about the fact that most people who clogged the area were there for the music and yeah. to drink at the bars. I mean, when you're involved with events like this, do you get any of that? Are you happy to see the music? How do you feel about it?
3: Yeah, so this is actually our first year officially participating in right. Um I'll, I'll say this, like I think that's kind of part of the transition of as that neighborhood has developed so much over the years and the new businesses that have popped up and there's more apartment buildings there. And, you know, it's it's hard to navigate. I would, you know, I don't want to speak on anyone's behalf, but I think some of that is just understanding the landscape of our city and and what it means. And I think there's definitely ways to um, partner on that stuff and make it cohesive and make sure everyone is on the same page. And I think NEMA does a really good job of um, trying to get people you know, in the loop on the communications and the membership. Um, and so that everybody's kind of working together on it. And I think maybe in those first few years, it was more disjointed because the breweries were new and the distilleries and all these new new businesses popping up. And I think Nima has done a really good job of reaching out to them and getting everybody on the same page. So that's really important. There's um, an online map, which features all of the activities that are happening. So that's the best place to go. And new businesses are being added to that all the time, new artists. um, But there's literally thousands of artists participating.
0: Before we go on to your third job, which you were about Mm -hmm. to talk about here, because I really want to talk about this event. Your name is Haley Matthews Jones. Correct. I just listened to what you had to say about the nature of Art of World and the exploration and support of the arts community. And I'm asking this kind of jokingly. But almost most seriously,
3: yeah. Have you ever considered running for political office? <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> Fuck that! No <laughs> way! My God, can you imagine? Like I always look at people in Ugh. in office, and I think that is such a thankless job. Fifty yes. percent of people are mad at you all times. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Exactly. I just i. I, I'm so tired of listening to people who aren't articulate, and I just sat there. Oh. And I kind of, I kind of drifted away on what you were saying oh. there for a minute. I was, that's funny. I'm like, you should be one of those politicians. I have
3: great respect for people who find that their calling. That is oh. absolutely not my calling. Can you I'm, imagine? No, I, just the
0: grind. I, Eighteen I hours a day of nothing. I
3: cannot. Um, I have a lot of friends who are organizers, and they do a great job in there. Very passionate about it. And I think mm. that that's a skill set that maybe you're born with and you have to yeah, have Yeah, it. it's not not in my wheelhouse.
0: Agreed. Uh, let's go ahead before we wrap things up. Um,
3: have we talked about everybody? We've hit
0: all the yeah, sponsors. We right? have, yeah, Well, then let's talk more with Haley. Haley, you said you have a third job. Mm. Are you <laughs> an overachiever?
3: I mean, maybe. Okay. Like, I, I didn't say it like it was a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I just, no, you know, I, I mean, it's,
0: it's, you know. That's... I'm
3: working on that in therapy. Like, there's some <laughs> some boundary issues <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Okay. And some, uh, I really
0: wasn't trying yeah, to crack yeah. into anything no, deep No, it's there. fine. I just, you know, three <laughs> jobs. That's a lot of jobs. It's a lot of jobs. Yeah, um,
3: yeah no, I'm a person who likes to be busy. I think, um, so my my background was, before I started my own business, was in event production. Mm. And so, how I think of that is, someone once said to me, it's a whole-brained job. You know, a lot of people talk about left-brain and right Is yeah. That's a whole-brain thing. You have to be equally as comfortable in budgeting and spreadsheets and contracts as you are in creative and decor and design and, you know, whatever. Um, and so I, I really thrive in that environment. I also really enjoy short attention span stuff so i like <laughs> i like to ramp up to a project and then finish it and never think about it again wow. like just shut the door on it and gone right and so events are kind of like that where there's this cyclical nature of stuff and you you gear up it's a hockey stick and very intense and then it goes away and uh you know i always say like, i could never be like a bank teller where you like come in and it's like pretty much the same oh. every day I, I like that um that gear up of high stress mm-hmm. stuff. Hopefully not high stress. That's the wrong way to say well, no, it. Well, no,
0: but I mean like when, when, it's, when it's go yeah. time, when it's showtime, mm-hmm. there's a definite change in feel. I yeah. mean, I tried to explain that to someone the other day is like, how do you still do radio 30 years later? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, there's this weird little feeling and it's nowhere near as, terrifying as it used to be mm-hmm. but when i hit that button and it goes red yeah it's fucking go time
3: go to, fuck it we'll do it live it's We'll fucking do it live go time. yeah
0: and you have to you don't have a choice you have to do it so when you spend all this time putting all those elements together when it's go time it's fucking go time and yeah. people better be on their shit yes yeah yeah,
3: yeah. And, and you know my job is to think through all those eventualities and like have a plan for everything and if this happens we do this and you know and that's kind of where I thrive is like the logistics and the creative like I couldn't do just one or the other I really like to have both.
0: So this weekend uh, at none other than the Four Seasons. Yeah,
3: no big deal, you know.
0: No, it is a big deal. Yeah, I I still can't believe there's a Four Seasons in downtown Minneapolis. That's crazy. Little something called Culture Collision is going to be happening with Houston White. Tell me more.
3: Yeah, so um, so I'm uh, the COO for the Get Down Coffee Company, which is one of Houston White's brands. Um, He is, if you've never met him, uh, a powerhouse of a person who has this vision for Minneapolis and really for the rest of the country. Minneapolis is, you know, working on being the blueprint for his vision. Um, the first time I ever met him, I, I told a friend, like, I've never met someone who has a hundred year business plan before. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs in my other work. And um, Houston sat and talked with me about our grandkids. This is what the street mm. that they will live on. This is the, you know this is the the legacy that I'm trying to build. And so just hearing him talk about what he sees for Minneapolis and what how we can uh, build a more diverse city and a city that thrives on culture. We talk a lot about a thing called culture plus capacity. And it's kind of what I was saying before about, you know, the all the corporations and the money and the wealth and the expertise that we have here. You know, we're, I think we're the most literate city in America is one of the... Mm. Uh, bragging points of minnesota or uh, minneapolis um there's all this potential here and then there's also all this potential in the urban areas that doesn't get tapped or doesn't have the opportunity and so he is intent on building partnerships building relationships across those differences and building a two-way street that it's not just the big guy you know either giving a handout or like patting us on the back Mm -hmm. as the little guy it's like actually you have something equally as valid to offer in terms of your knowledge and expertise of what it means to be, you know, for Houston to be a black man in America, like that's a a knowledge base that a lot of corporations can't and don't tap into. And so to see them actually turning around and being supportive of that, you know, I think post George Floyd in the city, uh, we saw a lot of um, grand affirmations in the summer of 2020. Right. Mm -hmm. And now I feel, feel like we're getting to the point where maybe some of that is starting to fade a little bit and some of that same energy isn't quite there in the same way that it was in you know three years ago and and luckily the partnerships that Houston is working on we've really seen that continue especially you know Target has been uh, a corporation that is still doing massive massive work on how to support young entrepreneurs how to build sustainable wealth for designers and small mm. businesses that they're bringing in um they've made a lot of adaptations to their systems to accommodate us and other small businesses like us so that's really cool to see and so i just really hope that all of those other businesses keep that same energy going forward and um that it doesn't seem to wane
0: can we just give the podcast to haley
2: <laughs> It seems like it's a good idea.
0: It's I, time to hand out the torch. I don't need a fourth right. job right that, now, that honestly. Was, like, oh, was, come on! I was, think you was could do it. it. So much more interesting yeah. than anything I've ever said in Aww. 317 episodes. <laughs> time I just, to hang I, it up. You know what I like? I like articulate people who believe in what they're talking about, and there are very few people that I respect as true believers. You feel like one? You yeah, like it here?
3: I like it here. I do. I really yeah. do. You know, if I if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. And you know, for a city to compete with London, it's got to be pretty well, great. I don't oh. know if it's going to
0: compete. with I mean, London, for my I appreciate yeah. I mean, you basically, that. I built a
3: business and now I'm stuck. No, yeah, I'm just exactly. No, yes, I'm, yes. no, it's it's You're a great city to live forever. in. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never leave. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's going to be great, Haley. You're going to love it here. Uh, yeah, I've one been here 15 years, so I basically am one of wow. us.
3: One of us. Exactly. Yeah
0: freaks. Anyway, uh, it's time for us to go. So I want to thank one more time. I want to thank the good people at Smart Start MN. I want to thank the good people at Moxie Wealth Management and MoxieWealthManagement.com. Sean Bernard, I think I'd like to thank you today.
2: I'd like to say you're welcome and thank you, Brian.
0: So formal, thanks to audio quip It's always <laughs> awkward at the end. Yeah. You know? It is it's like there's no easy it's way to get through to goodbye. it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> parting is such
2: sweet sorrow. Yeah, right. you should
3: just press the off button. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well,
2: when you're running the show, Actually, you can. Yeah, I'm going to you know pull what?
3: the plug. That already that
2: made it a better show. It totally did. We
3: it just, totally did. You mean we can do that? Like, just thanks, you can do whatever Audi. you want. Thanks it's your time. show, man. Members,
0: Haley Matthews.
2: I was just kidding.
0: Oh, God! <laughs> son of a... He gave me this look like... Biscuit you farmer. You asshole. No, I, I did not say that. Those are your Stop words. It. Those were my eyes, though. That was not cool. <laughs> if people want to know more about Cultural Collision with Houston White tomorrow, not tomorrow, this coming Friday, get on over to getdowncoffee.com slash events. Everything you need to know, tickets, all of it are going yes. to be available right there. Yes. Thanks, Haley. Thank you. You have one last song for us to play while you're going through eight?
3: This is the ultimate lovesick in your feels song. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fucking vibe. That's it. That's all there is to say.
1: I'm letting God handle all things above me The things I can't change are the reason you love me Listen, you can hear them calling my name I'm all over the place, I can't sit in one place I'm not ashamed at all Still finding myself, let alone a soulmate, I'm just saying Feel like we one and the same Our relationship changed, that or never existed Whenever they say something about us, you listen, but fuck what they talking about on your timeline, that's cutting all into my time with you, fuck what they talking about on your timeline, that's cutting all into my time with you, my time with you, my. She says you're my everything I love you through everything I done did everything to her She forgave me for everything This a forever thing Hate that I treat it like it's a whatever thing Trust me girl, this shit is everything to me She from the jungle She from the jungle I take somebody else's car Try to undercover This shit is everything to me this shit is everything. Don't know where we stand. I used to hit you about everything. Oh. Are we still good? Are we still good? Are we still good? Are we still good? If I need to talk, are you around? Are you down for the cause? Are you down? Are you? These new girls, they got me nervous. They go to school and do bottle service. They can't decide, they keep switching majors. Being indecisive makes me anxious. Call your number and decide out of service. Who can I call for your information? What am I supposed to do after we've done everything that we've done? Who is your replacement?
0: Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55414.